do it. No, I wouldn't do it. Oh, I want to do it. Hello, and welcome to the Human Podcast, where human issues are talked about with purpose. Now, here are your hosts, Wes and Ryan. That's really good. Thank you. When do they start talking? <laughs> so we've got a uh, special guest uh, Chris Valentin with us today. You're going to start with him? You don't even tell anyone that I'm here? I, nobody. Look, you did two episodes without me. I know. Two. I was awesome. I mean, I they was were really good. sad that you were They were pretty good, there. but I got to be honest, I was hollering at the mic the whole time. <laughs> and I don't know. I mean, anyways, that's off topic. We got Chris here, and as usual, we don't want to introduce you. So, Hello. Go ahead. Go Hi, ahead. I'm Chris. Do your thing, man. What's I'm Chris. My thing is Chris. Good. My, it's my favorite subject. That's the best answer ever. Seriously, this, this guy's my like my favorite best friend. subject is me. <laughs> my right? favorite subject is me too. Yeah, well, yeah, except for that. My favorite subject is my wife. So, yeah. uh, oh, well, that's good. Okay, so we all he had crosses. That's when he what said we meant that, too. Said, we meant we're one. With right. Yeah. Right. When I said yeah, me, right. yeah, I you, meant yeah. You see all them. y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 When I yeah, that's right. Personal. Yeah, yeah. Because him and I, we we love our wives. We're one, so sure. we don't separate like you do. Yeah. Oh, is that what happened? Uh-huh. Yeah. See, okay. see that, and see, you probably I'm you probably put her behind you, don't you? Yeah. Not beside you. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, anyway. was just that was painful. <laughs> that was yeah. <laughs> but you know what? The truth often hurts. It, it usually <laughs> does. It usually and does. Faithful are the wounds wow. of a friend. So you guys are friendly. We yes, are. We are being friendly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm Chris. You're Chris, yeah. and uh, you know you're kind of a you're kind my of my last big name's deal, actually right? Valatin. Valatin. What did I say? You said big deal. My ex last name's Valatin. I said Chris, big deal. You said you're a big deal. I'm like, no, it's Valatin. Okay, just, well there you go. There it is. <laughs> well, you've written a handful of books. Yeah, more than a handful. Eleven. Two, right? two handfuls. Two handfuls. Two handfuls of books. Quiver of books. So a quiver. <laughs> Who who are you to the podcast world out there? What what's your uh, what's Did your I story? Did I say I was Chris already? You said you were Chris. Okay, but, but you didn't give your social security. It's like really hard to introduce yourself. Here I am. I have a I know, intergalactic right? Chris Valentin Ministries would like to you know, brought to you from Redding, California. <laughs> yeah, I've written some books. So uh, I I wrote the Supernatural Ways Royalty, which is my very first book. It was about identity, yeah. and I've written I've written about three books on the supernatural, okay. not weird supernatural, but like Bible. Super you know, like not, not like ghosts aliens. and aliens and no, stuff. No. Yeah. Well, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Yeah, you know the Holy Ghost, right? And I'm uh, also a pastor at Bethel Church. Yeah, don't hold that against me. Okay, okay, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I not. hate I hate religion. So assume people if they don't know you, they're like, oh, oh he's man, one of those. you uh, and I are like one man. Oh, How many man, times have I said that? Hey, and we already hammered. established he, that Chris and I are one. What he's is, a pastor. Yeah, well, not one of those. Not oh, one of those Probably going to take an offering after the podcast. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you know, one of yeah, those people. You can send your checks too. Right. Yeah, send yeah. your checks too. <laughs> he's already passed the hat around here. Exactly. I know. I'm tapped out. I'm tapped out. So it's your turn. And I also have a. I have a a organization that's dedicated to um, um, teaching people about sexuality called Moral Revolution. That's amazing. I know. Everyone needs to know about sex. Sex is beautiful. It isn't it? I That's like right. it. So is that going to be our topic? Because I, I always know, get excited know. when we decide to talk about <laughs> I, I, sex. I think that you know, the world perverts <laughs> sex and um, yeah. religion r- shames it. Wow. Yeah. That's good. But, you know, God celebrates sex. Yeah. Of course he, he is. said, be fruitful, yeah. multiply. When he said, be fruitful, multiply, there it is. he gave us a sex drive. Yeah. And the question is, what does it mean to have a sex drive? Yeah, that's good. And I've one. asked all over the world. I've traveled countries all over the world, twelve countries last year. I asked people, what does it mean to have a sex drive? Nobody has the answer. Wes, 
Uh, it means to be <laughs> happy. You ready? That's me. It's <laughs> like it's happiness right Wes, there. You're, out of here. You're, you're, out there. you're done. Here it comes. <laughs> it, me- it means <laughs> it means you want to have sex with somebody. Wow, that's what it means. And when you know, that was like one of those things in elementary school where they're <laughs> Here like, comes the it's big like, drop. Yeah, it's like this multiple choice question. Like they're all the answers. Yeah. No, no, they're you're wrong. <laughs> exactly, that's so what right, they said to me in elementary. Wrong, <laughs> okay, just why don't you try this? I was wrong. I'm um, no, he yeah. doesn't do it. I can't. So you get, can't this do is that. A, I can do it. This for is him. training to save your marriage. I was oh, wrong. Oh, here it is. Oh. You got that? Oh. Come on, you can yeah. do it. see, come to me at the end of the podcast. Here's the challenge when when. You hit puberty and you want to have sex with somebody, you know, typically, you know, religion tells you to pretend that's not really happening. Right. Yeah. Hide it. Photoshop yeah. people. Yeah. Let's Photoshop yeah. our people. Let's pretend this isn't really happening. Yeah. And so, you know, and then what happens is, is that we've pushed people into shame. And shame is, you know, it's counterfeit conviction, right? Yeah. Because yeah. uh, shame is related to com- combination. And combination says you're... You did bad, then you must be bad, right? right. Like right. you know, condemnation says you lied. You are a liar. That right because of your action, you are that identity, right? Yeah. Like, so yeah. so con- combination connects your action to your identity. Mm-hmm. Combination said, "Oh, you had sex outside of marriage. Well, you're you're a whore, right? You're you're a prostitute. You're whatever, right? And as soon as I believe that my action is my identity, so I don't need I don't need a devil to bother me anymore because I will always reproduce the environment around me that I believe I have within me. Yeah. But conviction says you're way too awesome to be acting like that, right? When you lie, conviction says you're too good to be doing that. You are a noble child of the king. Wow. So when we, you know shame and and condemnation, they're like they're like kissing cousins. That's <laughs> yeah, kind of right. Weird. Well, kind of right? weird. And cousins shouldn't kiss. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> on the forehead. On the forehead, oh, cool. cheek That's is it. fine. Right, cheek. holy kiss. Yeah, the holy right? holy kisses, yeah, right. but cool. not not kisses. kisses. Well, what's interesting not, no, about not that? Not French kisses. Yeah, right. those are. Hey, can you guys stop talking about kissing? <laughs> Seriously, we're talking about kissing and sex. What are you doing? I'm trying to get serious. This okay. always happens. <laughs> serious. Okay. See, but what you're just saying is shame. Okay, let's put on a serious face. Okay, wait. Just a minute. Wait. Okay, I can't. I'm good. smiling. I can't do it. Gosh. Okay, do it. Try. Right, this go. is going to be a nine-hour podcast. I got a pillow. I'm going to hide my face. Okay, <laughs> okay. continue. Oh, Here we please go. Do that. Serious. Okay. But no, it, let's with talk those, seriously about sex. Okay. With those, <laughs> with those, the shame that's control. It's controlling you. Whereas, whereas the conviction, you're in control, which yeah. is a difference. And uh, that's that's where the power comes. Where we under, like you said, it's instead of looking at lying and saying, "Oh my gosh, I'm so evil," you're looking at it and saying, "I'm better than." You know, I can become more than. You're not putting yourself down constantly, as you said. Yeah, Is and that shame, a fair? shame has this weird uh, thing. Shame says, for instance, let's say you got stuck in porn. Okay. And you came out. Been there. Shame says, if you need to continue to feel bad about yourself, because you need me, so you don't do that anymore. Yeah. So you you hold me close, shame. Mm-hmm. You hold shame close, yeah. And shame says, "Yo, you terrible person! You're such a slime ball. Right. Right. You're such an idiot. You don't deserve anything. You don't deserve right. anything." Yeah. And shame says, "You need to hold me close so you don't do it again." Mm. But here's the problem: you always pre-produce the environment around you That's that right. you believe you have within you. Yeah. So what happens is shame reduces the environment around you, and you reproduce it in you. Yeah. So if you take a, if you take a pauper, like a transient, like a slave, okay. and you put him in a castle. He'll turn the he'll turn the palace into a prison. Exactly. Wow. We just had this with so helping true. people, right? Yeah. Oh man! Like when you when in helping people and and going out and serving them and and then mm-hmm. giving them and giving them, they they they're never learning, 
right? Because they're, no. they're just reproducing the, like you said, the environment. We just tried to help a homeless family. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like, are you kidding me? I mean, how many, how many things are we going to do until you get it? And they never will until they have that shift because they want to exactly. just keep re... So you put them in an apartment and they become homeless again. And you're like, how? You're living in this apartment. Well, Life is great. they the apartment to a campfire. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because that's what's in them. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you take a prince or a princess and you put them in a prison, they'll make the prison a palace. Yeah. Right. That's the story of Joseph in the Old Testament. Old Testament. That's right. Yeah. He put, yeah. you know, he ends up in prison. This guy, maybe they don't know the story. You know, this guy that loves God ends up in a prison mm-hmm. for nothing he did wrong. Right. He's falsely accused. Falsely accused. And what happens is he's there three days and he's in charge of the prison by the fourth day. Yeah. And then he's <laughs> and then he's working with the king like, yeah, you know, totally. weeks later, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, a year later he's yeah. he's in charge of the country. Totally. Yeah. But you know, that, that's the point. It's like you have to help people from the inside out. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you create an environment that's better around people than they have within them, yeah. they will reduce the environment around them to the environment they have within them. You know, yeah. this is one of those things where I, I call it the sin paradigm, right? Mm-hmm. The, the church has created this sin paradigm for people of, you know, well, you know, that's a sin, this is a sin, that isn't a sin. And and whether that is or isn't is irrelevant because what it comes down to, again, is like you say, is the identity. And so when all of this comes back around to your moral, moral revolution and sexuality and all that stuff, you know, there's... When you're young, you don't know, and so people are telling you things, right? And so you have your pastors telling you, and your parents telling you, and your teachers telling you, and then you get online, and you have you know YouTube telling you, and you got all these things happening. And, and all you, you ever needed was Wes Chapman to tell you. Abs- <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> just you moving on. It's I'm going funny. with your thing. Woo, that must have been the Lord because I just felt that same thing. Yeah. See, <laughs> I didn't feel it. Man at of all. God said I don't that. Know. Man well, of God. You're probably you know. not in the same spirit we're in. Is that yeah. well? I'm actually <laughs> fasting right now, so I don't know about the two of you. You, I but, ate you know. quick too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, you know what? I'm only eating three hours a day now. Is that right? Yeah, I'll, f- I'll fast all night. Yeah, and then I break fast in the morning. <laughs> and that's one hour, and then you fast again till lunchtime. I'm gonna I'm taking notes here. This is important. Yeah, you should. This is how to be holy. And then you you go ahead one hour. Very holy. And then you fast another what four well, or like five a, hours I'll stop after that? At Eleven at night. Okay. And then I fast all night. All night long. Mm-hmm. Amazing, and then in the morning I break fast, and so really I'm only eating about, you know, sixty days a year. That's amazing. You it up. See, yeah, I'm gonna start doing this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna fast <laughs> for three hundred. Guys came because I'm gonna <laughs> fast for three hundred days <laughs> next yeah, year. That's it. <laughs> three hundred days a year. I fast three hundred days a year. So anyway, what you where were saying we're going? Yes, is that what you believe you have within you, you yeah. create around you. So good. Well, and as you said, you have to help people from the inside out, which totally. is exactly like with the youth that we work with, with the Human Project, that's exactly what we focus on. And so many people say, well, how can a video or how can a, a word or how can a message change a youth who's suicidal? You know, oh, they need this or that. or that. It's so simple. You know, for our youth, it's the first step is letting them know that they're not alone, which is that shame game, right? Mm-hmm. Because if they're in shame, they feel like it's themselves and that, as you said, that shame character, whatever we're going to, yeah. you know, I, I see this little like weird, creepy. Yeah, it's a little like, slime ball. Yeah. It's like something <laughs> off of. From Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's that's it. it. That's, that's perfect, the, right? That's what we're using. That's the shame icon. Around, it'll, yeah. it'll suck the but life it's, right out of your butt. As now, soon yeah, as they know sure. they're not alone, and even though there's millions of them, them suffering with the same, you know, things, they still think they're alone. But as soon as they hear they're not, all of a sudden they start to open up. And then you give them that reinforcement behavior and you start to work from the inside out. 
and all of a sudden they start changing their environments. But the second, and we've made this mistake mm-hmm. in human project of going and changing their outside, mm-hmm. aka their living situation, thinking or that that would help give them enough breathing yeah. room to help with their inside. Because I'm sitting here thinking, man, if someone just does, walked up to me and gave me a million dollar check, you know, I could change the world. Like literally, I, I believe that because money is is part of of the world and sure. having it. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, hey, if we give this kid an opportunity X Y Z, then they can change their lives. But the unfortunate thing, and I like your your statement is is that it's like taking you know a transient and putting them in a mansion they don't know how to be in a mansion and until you coach them and work through that inner those inner sh- demons whatever they are and not even mm-hmm. religiously speaking just their own inner yeah, you yeah, know totally. turmoil so here's my thought you know we've got people listening all over the world to this podcast no right one now, listens and to they this don't podcast. have you know they don't necessarily have any kind of like um, a person that they can talk to or help them get past this or maybe they have no you know, they don't have any princes that they can be around. They don't have anybody around them, or at least they don't see it, right? Because when you're stuck in those positions, you don't really even see it. So they're listening here. What do they do? Like, how do I how do I identify the misconceptions, and how do I break out of the shame? I mean, can we give, go ahead and do, like, a how-to on this one? I mean, is there... No, a- that's great. Well, well, look, isn't it all right if we, if we quote Jesus here? Do it, man. Because... Um, I'm a, I, I love know, Jesus. Jesus we- said, um, love your neighbor as you love yourself. So I know where the, you're going here's here. the beginning. Yeah. So if you don't love you, you won't love, love them. them. Yep. Okay, so here's what religion says. Religion says if you feel good about yourself, then you're then you're arrogant and prideful. Right. But the truth is is that Jesus said unless you receive the kingdom like a child, yeah, you can't enter at all. Thank you. How many conversations oh. have we had? I uh, We had a video rant about that exact thing. Yes, How I many did. In the, I mean, l- listen, here's the deal. You take any kid, and I, you know, I work in Africa a lot with with the poor, like mm-hmm. in orphanage. We have two orphanages in Africa. So, any kid, if unless unless they've been destroyed, which there are right. some, every kid wants to be Superman, wants to be mm-hmm. Spider Man, yep. wants to be the beautiful princess, wants to be what Batman. Mm-hmm. Nobody said no little kid says, oh, "I think I'd like to grow up and be a drug addict or a loser." Right. <laughs> so it takes about twelve years of religion to convince you that being awesome uh-huh. is is some, yeah. Being, I'm sorry, being, you know, being broken is somehow spiritual. Right. Yeah. Being a loser is somehow spiritual. Ugh. And what I'm getting at is that Jesus said, wanting to be like children. Mm-hmm. And we see, you know, when the disciples, they all argued. Every time Jesus got 30 <laughs> yeah, yards they did. about what? What Every, did they argue nothing, about? Everything. Who's the greatest? Right. Yeah. Who's the greatest? And Jesus never said, you're not awesome. He said, here's the way to get there. Yeah. You know, in yeah. fact, the argument got so bad that Peter and John got, I'm sorry, James and John got their mother involved. <laughs> I know, right? Well, at least like, they were acting okay. like children. Here's the Bible the says the rest of the disciples were indignant when they right. when they got their mother involved. You know why? Because yeah. they didn't think about getting their mother involved. Right. They yeah. were like, that's not fair. You can't get your mom in here. Absolutely. What's up yeah. with that? And when well, John wrote the book of John, yeah. he's, the only, he's the only one who called himself the disciple whom Jesus loved. <laughs> that's right. Nobody everybody else, else called him John. Right. Everybody so, else. And the disciple whom Jesus loved. You know, Which is really cool. I mean, if you think about that, I mean, talk about what kind of identity would you have to have inside and confidence to understand conviction, whatever you want to call it, to actually write that. And you're writing the story about Jesus, disciples right? Disciples who, and, yeah, and or Moses, John, like, the and Moses Jesus, was like, the humblest man in the, in the world. <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and Moses wrote that. Right, yeah. And this is I'm making get- me feel good about some of the stuff I write. I'm good. Keep going. Just keep talking. I'm just simply saying it's like, <laughs> yeah. like confidence comes from 
Yes. Identity. Identity comes from God. But yeah. confidence is self... It, that gives you that self-power, right? That's power for yourself. That's control over your life, which is something I talk about with the adults that I work with and the youth as well, is like, be in control. But the world... They don't want you to be confident. I mean, we just take this on a look at what our kids are being bombarded with from oh, media yeah. and from, you know, all the different points. Even in school, we're, we're, we're teaching our children to not be confident. I mean, the, like core curriculum, how to do a math problem. Two plus two equals four. Okay. The two and the two are four. <laughs> Why do I need to make it? Because then they're not confident in their answer. Like, right. I'm dead serious. Yeah, because they know the answer is four, but they're not confident in how they got there. Yeah. So thus, who's in control? Not them. Like something that simple is taking away the control. So now you start, you know, going up into religion, all these other things, and who's in? Excuse me, who's in control? The church, not the person, because the the church is so scared. And and we've talked about this before. Yeah. I think in a good way, the church is like, I don't want. The intention I'm, I'm, is the good way, the right? The intention like, is like, we don't want you to go down this path of pain. So we're going to give you all these tools, quote unquote, so you don't go there and you stay here, which is translated to. You know, if you make any kind of left or right turn, not deemed by the church to be correct, you're not a great human being. You know, I was raised in the Catholic Church and in the Mormon Church, and it was like, you want to talk about two very strict <laughs> religions, <laughs> right? Yeah. And like, you know, now I'm like, religion? You want? To, what are you talking about? Like, I ain't going there. I believe in God. I have a really good. I have a total conversation with him. I don't know what else from there, right? I, like, I had like a four hour yeah. conversation with God today. I was, you know, it was like just chilling with my homeboy, yeah. and but like. 15 years ago, just saying that, I would have been like, oh, you're so evil, you know, no respect, no whatever. My point is, is that the control is not with the person. And then when there's any of the self-doubt or any of these shame issues that come up, now the person has nowhere to go. And this is what you're saying is there's so many people out there who are literally hiding in closets of life yeah, in fear and shame and don't know. And this, I think this is one of the big reasons our podcast is so popular is because we're saying, look... There's nothing special about me. There's nothing special about Chris, even though, you know, there is. No, I'm but special. I know you are. But go <laughs> with my analogy. Say, I'm yeah, special, say, too. I don't know I, what you're saying. I would but. say we're all special. Yeah. Okay, but I'm saying as far as, like, our voice, it's 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 inside of them. Yeah. If anything, all we're doing is giving them the 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 right to be who they are instead exactly. of being this, yeah. like, do it my way or die. Well, that's how I conquered the porn demon. Yeah. Like, Literally, it was just, it was very simple. It was just once the shame went away, mm-hmm. yeah, and I was able to just get out of my own mm-hmm. head and out of my own whatever and out of the way, then it was easy. It was just kind of like fell away by the side, you know? So that, here's the deal. You'll only allow people to love you to the level that you love you. Mm. So not only do you not, you know, as Jesus quote, Love your neighbor as you love, as, as yeah. you love yourself. So right. if you don't love you, you won't love them. But here's the other thing. When people try to love you more than you love yourself, you'll sabotage your relationship with them. Yeah. Wow. Yep. And, and the, here's the deal. A lot of people like, well, let's talk for just a moment, moment about dating because it's just mm-hmm. a, it's a great example. Yeah. So and I, I've been you know, a youth pastor for years, 17 years I was a youth pastor. So uh, high school and college. Mm. And um, and here's what this year's very typical. Like someone will be 30 years old. By the way, if you're not supposed to marry, it's all great, right? Let's make that clear. Yeah. Some people are 30, 40 years old. And they're like, I can't find the right person. And like, there's 7.3 freaking people on the planet. <laughs> yeah. Billion people. Yeah. 7.3 billion people. <laughs> you can find someone. some more people on the yeah. planet today than than in all of history. Right. Right. Combined. So and, and, and about three and a half billion of those are the opposite sex. Right. Yeah. Well, here's what happens, you know, somebody, if, if I don't like me, 
you know, I'm dating someone, courting, whatever you want to call it, and we're doing and we're doing life out here, right? As we start to get more serious, mm. we start to have intimacy. By the way, I'm not talking about sex because I'm a big yeah. hey, sex should be uh, an act of covenant. Right. We can talk about it later. But so I'm talking about intimacy. It's like into me you see. Yeah. That's what intimacy means. Yeah. So as we get closer, we you know, as we we move towards whatever marriage or whatever a deeper relationship, you know, uh, exclusive relationship. Mm-hmm. Pretty soon, I st- I start to fear that you're going to see in me what I think I see in myself. Me. Yeah. <clears throat> and what I do is because I because I don't want you to reject me. And by the way, the more I love you, the more I like you, the more I the more I value you, the more concerned I am that you're going to reject me. Right. For instance, mm-hmm. if I walk by a transient and you know, laying in a gutter, and and he says, "You're an idiot." Doesn't yeah, no effect whatsoever. No effect whatsoever. Yeah. I don't, I don't have any value for him. I'm not right. talking about as a human, but I'm talking about his opinion. Right. I no value for him, so he can't hurt me. Right. But if I love you, like you're the most important person in my life, like, yeah. and and I think you're going to reject me. If you see in me what I think I see in me, you're not going to like me. Mm. So I reject you first, and the way I reject you is I begin to build a case against you. Yep. Yeah. The, there the, it is. The Bible says love covers a multitude of sins. Mm-hmm. Love covers a multitude of sins. But fear exposes them. Yeah. So pretty soon I have this list and you understand that that the, the difference between <laughs> I mean, when I'm afraid, my discernment turns to suspicion. Right? And I begin a right I in my mind I have a list of things. And what am I what I'm really doing is I'm preparing to reject you right before I think you're going to reject me. Mhm. So I have this, I have, I've had 15 boyfriends or 15 girlfriends, and I just, you know what, we just, we get, in fact, I've been engaged three times. Just couldn't find the right one. Can't, Can't find, find the right, right one. one. And, the sto- and the real problem is I'm not the right one. Yeah. yeah. And it's not that I'm not, it's that I believe I'm not. Yeah. Exactly. Because I don't love me. Yep. And I, I think there needs to be, you know, our audience needs to know, first of all, God loves you. Yeah. And secondly, you know, obviously it's not a religious broadcast, but for those of you, like, the value that Jesus paid on the on the cross determined the value of the people he the sacrifice Jesus made on the cross determined the value of the people he purchased. Mm. So it's like for those of us who who are believers, we believe God died on the cross. Right. If he didn't die for junk, yeah, yeah, yeah. no no one would bankrupt heaven to die for junk. Right. Right. So the point is, is that God thinks you're amazing. Yeah. Because we were made in His image and in His likeness. We're the only creature ever made in the image. Of, of God. Mm. So the point is this, is like, how can you not be valuable? Yeah. Right. Every single human God being you're on valuable. the planet. <laughs> and every time, right? every mean, time like, you think bad yeah. about you, yeah. you're insulting the creator. Exactly. You know, if I painted this painting, this where there's a beautiful painting in my room, I think... It I'd is like pretty it. darn cool, yeah. i got to yes. be honest. If yeah. I painted that, and, and you said, oh, that's a piece of crap, how many know you were insulting? Yeah, the artist. Yeah. Right. Yeah, someone did that once. They came into our house and Jody had painted something, oh. and they were like, "And it was a great painting, but it just wasn't their taste." They're like, "Oh yeah, why'd you put this here?" And I let them go for a minute. And I was like, "I'm just gonna let you like bury yourself." And they're like, "I would have done. I don't know if I really like this painting." And they were just talking, and I was like. Hey, mom, Jody painted that. Yeah. Yeah, it was my mom. Bam. Right? Now, think about this. Let's, think, let's say that that was a portrait of Wes. Okay. Now, you say, oh, man, that thing's ugly. Well, That's not what... only are you insulting the artist, you're insulting the model. Right. Thanks. 
I would. That is something Ryan so, would do. So the goal, the goal of, of following <laughs> Jesus is that you become Christ-like. Yeah. Yes. Because when you become Christ-like, you're returning to the image of your Creator. Yeah. Christ being the Creator. Yeah. So when I think bad about me, I'm insulting the artist, the Father, mm. and I'm insult- insulting the model. Yeah. Christ. Yeah. In other words, that's not called humility. It's right. called stupidity. Right? Yeah. I mean, because that's not, you're not following any of the natural functions of whatever life, no. world, no. You know, spirituality, whatever. No, and, and I'm simply saying it's like that is taunted in many religious circles as humility. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not humble. That's stupid. Right. Yeah. Well, and then that starts going down a path in the opposite side. You know, you throw the word love out there, right? Yeah. We've had a conversation about love. Thing, yeah. Is that, that I look at the you word. Want me to sing it? Yeah, you would. Love, love, love. <laughs> All you need is, is love. Okay, go ahead. I was just yeah. waiting for you to finish. No, I, yeah. didn't I, wanted, I didn't want to come in. I, just thought, yeah. I didn't want to interrupt you. I was yeah. going to, I thought maybe it'd be, be nice. Okay. We like to have that little All under. you need, need is love. <laughs> love is <laughs> all you guys need. can't. Sing. <laughs> Seriously, bad, bad. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Lot. You were throwing topic love. Anyway, saying like you. You, you use that word. Okay, we, that's enough. Okay, let's. So go. the Good. word. Thank you. <laughs> but I like him. Yeah. This is, you need to come on more often. You, this you're important. kind of boring us. You need to like oh, jump in here and say, in, something. Man, say something. I'm trying. Okay. <laughs> so the word love, we throw it around in you society. Said that. Too many. Too many times. Uh, I used to like this guy. <laughs> I'm liking him more and more by the minute. I got to be honest. forward to something interesting. Yeah, right? But we're not understanding what love is. You said that God loves us, okay? So that love is almost, what does that mean? I think that that's where a lot of people stumble because they, they go back to themselves in this concept of maybe they've never been loved. They they've never loved yeah, they someone. Don't have a representation they don't it. have I mean, you look at me. I didn't understand love. Honestly, didn't understand love till three years ago. I was going to say Maybe last week, three or four <laughs> years ago. No, in, in all re- and it keeps getting deeper and deeper. But yeah. in in all reality, I mean, my abandonedness, abuse, all these things that happen. I looked at any kind of adult figure or any p- person in power is just like you know whacked out Scary. of their head. Yeah. yeah. And then the word love, I hear it all the time. You know, we love you. That's why we're doing this. And it's like you don't love me. Then whatever <laughs> yeah. you do, so don't you're love doing me. Yeah. Stop, stop, stop me. Stop right. loving yeah. me. <laughs> so people who are in pain look at the word love and they say. Either A, like my my view, mm. or B, they go, how can somebody love because they don't love themselves? And so I think we'd do a disservice if we didn't focus a little bit on what is love? You know, where, where do you, if you're in this moment of, you know, the mirror, right? And you're looking at yourself yeah. and then when somebody gets too close, they're getting in the mirror with you yeah. and you're pushing them away. How do you start working on loving yourself? I mean, where does that start? Well, you know, I, actually, actually, the, you know, Love to be tro- totally understood gonna, needs to be experienced. Gonna, okay, right? Because yeah. in fact, uh, in fact, the, um, the Bible says um, that God wants us to know love that transcends understanding. Right. Now, so that, the, that, that's not a logical verse. That's right. I want you to know the love of God that is not that knowable. Is un, it's that's, unknowable. That's unknowable. Explainable. Yeah. Okay. So the point is <laughs> that I can I can experience things I can't actually explain. Mm. So, right. you know, uh, my son, when he was 17, 16, 16, we had this conversation. He said, we're driving home from the from the gym, and he said, Dad, will, will I ever fall in love? Oh, wow. I um, said, yeah. He, he said, well, how will I know? Mm-hmm. How will I know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, how will I know? Oh, it's an honest question. Yeah, it is. It's a very honest question. You know, yeah. if you've never actually been in love, it's an honest question. Yeah. I said, well, you, you'll know. He said, well, how would I know? <laughs> I said, well, you'll just know. 
Like, you know, like I could give you yeah. the, you know, Webster's dictionary, but that's not going to actually be what you experience. Yeah. yeah. You know, all, you, you're choosing the highest good for the other person and, you know, you think well of them, you adore them, you have passion for them. Oh, that just sounds kind of boring. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, yeah. but actually, when somebody actually experiences love, yeah. you're like, oh, oh, that's what you were trying to tell me. And so see, to answer you then, then based on that, right? So how do I know what love is? If I well, if you've never experienced something that you would consider to be love, it's something outside of your current experience. Then, it, right? And like, it's also it's also it's be, the hope of what you're looking for. It is, but it's and and it also it's like Ooh, hold that thought holding. It's also transcends definition. I'm saying I'm not saying that it can't there you can't have a definition that you throw the wall throw on the wall and it sticks. Sure, like oh we all agree with that. Yeah, yeah. There's words that we can say about love that people would agree with. Yeah, you can put words up there. And yeah, we right. should. And First Corinthians 13 puts some words some on good the wall. Ones. Right. And so there's some great words on the wall there, and you're like, yeah, that's love. But the the problem is is that that all of that's in love, but not all of that's love. Yeah. Like that's not the beginning and end of it. That's just no. A part it's of like it. you. You yeah. could say okay. So let's say the that love is is as uh, big as this parking lot. Mm. But those definitions are cars in the parking lot. Right. And you're like okay. All of those definitions are in love. Right. But not all of love is in those definitions. Right. So good. And the most powerful part of love is actually the experience of love that we have when we decide to do what God says and and push away all of those crappy thoughts and say. Wait a second. Mm. I really am, like I wasn't. I didn't come from an amoeba. Like I actually have a purpose, and mm-hmm. there, I actually, like someone <laughs> actually did created me. Yeah. You know, somebody actually created me, and like, yeah. hey, the guy that created me actually likes me. Like that shouldn't be a revelation. Right. I like the stuff I make. Right. Yeah. You make it because you like yeah. it. Right? And yeah. Then, and then, hey, the guy who made it wants to protect it. Hey, if I paint that. That painting right there we just talked about? Yeah. You come in here, attack my painting. I'm going to protect my painting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this Get is an object, right? Right. right. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so creator wants to protect the people he created? Of yeah. course he does. So pretty soon I start to say, okay, well, I must be pretty special for the God of the universe to like actually like me. So, yeah, to think that I'm cool, right? So <laughs> why, why would I not like me if someone... A hundred thousand times more powerful than me likes me. Yeah, do, do, do you know what I'm saying? Totally. Yeah. totally. It's like it's like if, if Justin Bieber likes you, mm-hmm. you're like, well, there must be some quality in you that <laughs> right. Justin sees, even though you don't see it in and you. And that is yeah. exactly where that's ex- actually. I have to admit, what I did was a setup because the 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 whole thing with love. <laughs> goes back to now, you know, because my heart's with youth and I watch what they do and you just stepped into it perfectly, is that that people don't understand why they care so much about a Justin Bieber or Timberlake or Katy Perry or whoever the yeah. next great thing is. And it goes right with what you said. Because we one of our first podcasts we ever did was Paul Harvey's deal, his warning uh, to America of how if he was the devil, he would destroy America. And one of the things that he said in there is that he would change the perception of God from God being God created man to man created God. Mm -hmm. And if we look around at the world, 
<laughs> we're we're pretty darn close to the world of of you know the United States. And, we have and, a, instead of being man made in God's image, we have a God made in man's image. Exactly, mm-hmm. and it's right. it's a it's a fairy tale mm-hmm. like Cinderella that some yeah. guys made up uh, to do whatever Easter Bunny. Right. So now <laughs> you you talk just about had that com- I just yeah. had that comment on one. Yes, I, you I, did. I posted did. I posted uh, on Facebook. Um, I was just really upset with all these you know atheists that were that are so convinced that there's no God that they t- they say I'm a moron and that I'm foolish and that I'm just an idiot for well, believing you, in God. You might be. Oh, not for believing in God. For believing in God. Yeah. I might be, but not for believing in <laughs> yeah. God, right? I have and, proof. That and my comment was literally, it's like, you know, you don't have as much proof as you think you do, and you're not, I mean, I'm not an idiot just because I believe in God. Like, stop saying that. Like, you know, and it spurred this whole thing. It's a hundred and, I don't know, 170 comments or some ridiculous thing. You know, people got into it. I was like, wow, this is amazing. And one of them was comparing God to the Easter Bunny. Anyways. Right. Complete rabbit so, trail. But, but here's the deal. Rabbit trail. Is that you? I got it. You got it. You, Easter got bunny it. rabbit Over trail. Over Wes's head. Oh, yeah. Chris got it. Oh, okay. okay. Well, okay. yeah. Then, you know, we have to dumb it down for Wes. <laughs> yeah. Take it down a notch, guys. <laughs> Take it down a notch. Oh. Just so we keep him connected <laughs> but, in the conversation. So, right. You and I we, are operating in a whole nother. Just a. Cerebral yeah. level gone. Did you, you see, see how he's manipulating yeah. us? Yeah, I just wanted this to be clear. Yeah, he, he's like he's playing a game here. A little yeah. NLP going on. I, but I anyway, so I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> see? So here's the thing: you cut God out of the equation. Yeah, and your whole thing of I must be great because this being this 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 you know person has created me. This yeah. this fictional character. You cut that out, and now you are left with. The Justin Bieber's, the Michael Jordans, the whatever, and not that they're bad people, but now mm. you're left with the confusion of what is love, who accepts me, who doesn't. Now you go to the acceptance, and now for the first time in the world's history, and I don't really care what other people say. This is what I say. In <laughs> the first time in the world's history, now we it's don't a care con- about people. No, we care about people. Absolutely. No, just not what they say about. <laughs> oh, not what they say about you. Yeah, <laughs> but in the first time in the world's history, we have an epidemic of individuals being confused as to who they are totally. in every aspect mm-hmm. of life, sexually, spiritually. You know, just even like walking down the street of wondering if they were born the wrong way yeah. and the wrong. You know, yeah, the, physically, physically. Right? I mean, yeah, transgender is not I'm about the, sex. I'm it's the about wrong physical. Yeah. Some I'm the wrong yeah. gender, and it's like so that. But my point is, is it's this love. Like right, we both yeah. we all know Justin, right? And he's yeah. got on his wall, "Love is the key." And I, when his I first, mother's a good friend of mine. Yeah, her name's Patty. Yeah, we should meet her mother. That's so. really you guys right. interviewer. She's a great lady. Oh, okay. that'd be awesome. He's yeah. never told us about his mom. Hmm. Anyway, so you know Justin. Justin, yeah, Bieber? It, he's talking about Bieber. Oh no, Justin Bieber. You're oh, talking about I'm Justin. Talking we had on Justin Stumble. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, Justin. Stumble. Sorry, we're getting confused. I've, oh, here. Justin Bieber. We're getting our Justin's cross. Justin Bieber's mother. Oh okay. So anyway. So, We'd love to talk to her. Yeah. Her name's Patty. She's, Let's make that happen. Loves Jesus. She's okay. really awesome all good, y'all. You just committed to getting her on a podcast. Thank you. So she's a nice girl. The um, <laughs> but Justin, when I first met him, I walked into his office and I saw his Iron Man laptop. And I've told the story before. I saw his Iron Man laptop, and I was like, dude, you know, that's my brother from another mother. Like he had all these action figures. They're you not got a lot of brothers from other mothers. I do. So you actually, I do. <laughs> he actually I does. Actually, do. As a matter of fact. So, so did you all go to different schools together? Um, I think we all went to different parts of the planet together. Oh, got <laughs> so, it. <laughs> I have seventeen known brothers and sisters. Known. So there's more. It was the seventies. But anyway, so <laughs> my uh, my point was is then I saw this thing on his wall that said "Love is the key," and I'm like, oh man, he's a freaking hippie. I was like, you know, we were going to be friends, but now we're not. But we are great friends, and I've all I joke about it What's all the point? time because love is the key. Is that we're talking about loving yourself, we're talking about self-identity, we're talking about religion, we're talking about all these things, and I'm bringing it back to love because as soon as you cut off this 
you cut off God, now your definition of where you get love from yes, is YouTube. temporal. Right. It's it, and it's it's controlled by what, which isn't there's no substance. Justin Bieber 5 years ago was the biggest thing to be to be on the radio. Yeah. Now he's a laughing stock. No offense, but he is in the in the media world he is. So who's next? Like he's going to make his way back. He, yeah, he's going to make a comeback. I really love Justin. Mm. He's going to make a comeback, and he's already started it. Yeah, he has. And he's started it with humility, all that. But I love it. But my it's point a great is, example. Watched in the next five years, you'll see Justin make his way exactly. back. Exactly. Another rabbit trail. Hold that thought. Put a pin in that. Is one of the things that I love. I, can't even get my I love to, out. like I love it when, not when a hero falls, but when a hero falls, and then we see them come back. Back up. Totally. We talked yeah. about this several different times, yeah. and I just love it. I would love to see, and I've never been a fan or not a fan of his music. Neither I don't really I. know much about him other than, you know, his music comes on the radio. But I, I love it when somebody comes back. Comes like, back. I love that. Well, because totally. that's that's human perseverance. <clears throat> we want to see that. So, But my point is, is that when you cut off the stability of love, yeah. you're now in a temporal situation, yeah. which now creates confusion, and now we wonder why our children are sitting here not understanding what love is, experimenting with love, using those things. I mean, we've had three children in the last month, so this is April, so three children this month have come to me and said, I'm not gay but I'm not getting any attention in my life. And so I'm thinking about telling my parents that I'm gay and my teachers because there's programs, there's things that I can get attention. Now, I don't think that serves the gay community any more than it serves you know, the non-gay community. I think that is, now we're confusing the whole aspect of identity, like you said one of your books is on. We're, but it's, it's such like a powerful thing, but the simplicity of it is people don't understand love. That's my rant. Move on. Yeah, and if you don't understand love, then you then you um, you connect love as an action. So you're like, okay, yeah. well, um, you know, uh, and here's because you mentioned homosexuality a minute ago. I'm like, okay, so so then it's like, well, Jonathan and David, the situation where I love it says that the love that David loved Jonathan, John, J, David's love for Jonathan was greater than the love for a woman. Mm-hmm. And automatically, like, oh, he was having sex with Jonathan. Right. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. You can only get that through 21st century perspective. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I'm like, how did you get from there to there? Right. How did you get from I love you, I want to have sex with you? Right. Yeah. And everybody, you know, you know, the truth is, is that. <laughs> Screwing somebody doesn't mean you love them. Otherwise, the prostitute would be the most loved person, <laughs> person in, the, in world. the world. Right? Thank Absolutely. you. And she would feel it, and she yeah. would know it. And she'd instead, like, yes. she's destroyed. Most, yeah. you know, we've had a oh, great well, relationship with lots of prostitutes over the years, and it's mm-hmm. like, no, no, they're they're you know, opening the door to that kind of uh, abuse, lowering yourself mm-hmm. to that kind of abuse, is doesn't. Doesn't, doesn't make you love. Doesn't add to your love value, oh, right? No. Like at all. In uh, fact, it well, takes away from it every time. Take another... Obviously, the action is not loving, and therefore proves the point that the actions themselves don't actually create oh, the love. Yeah. Well, yeah. when you think of rape victims, you think of any of that. Oh yeah. I mean, it Why would, isn't it... a rape victim feel loved? Right. Yeah. Hello. Well, what do you mean? He had sex with you. He, he's always just trying, trying to. All he's trying to do is you didn't want love, so he's just trying to he's give you love. Forcing love, love on like, you. Yeah. No, no. He's yeah. screwing you. Right. There's That's a difference. Not the same thing. Cl- and we say this all the time in the Moral Revolution Conference. It's like, hey, when the guy goes, hey, babe, I love you. You're amazing. I'm like, no, no. Mm-hmm. No, if he loved you, he would respect you. Yeah. Yeah. If he doesn't respect you, because some, you know, respect is one of those things you throw on the wall and it sticks when you say, what is love? Right. right? You that throw one, respect yeah. on the wall and sticks. Because you're like, okay, respect isn't all of love. Yeah. But it, but you don't have love without respect. It's yeah. one of the cars in the parking yeah. lot. Yeah. I love my family, but I beat my children. Yeah. Uh, I, 
whoa, whoa, really? whoa, back up. <laughs> yeah. Well, really? those two things yeah. aren't congruent. Yeah. I yeah. love my wife, but I beat her. Right. No, no, no. No, I, no. you might lust your wife. Right. You might like having sex with your wife. Right. Well, you, you can't love your wife and beat her. Right. Yeah. Those, those, that action isn't congruent with real love. Right. Which, right? which comes down again, like if they're seeking love, we, we're, we actually have a podcast scheduled for this to talk about it, but we can hint to it is the whole thing with Natalie. We have a show, our girl who does our show notes, Natalie, um, made a comment on a Michael Bublé post yeah. that he took a picture of a girl who was wearing like short shorts. Booty like her, shorts, like beyond her, booty shorts. Yeah. yeah like yeah, basically panties. basically looks sick. Sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And, yeah. and he took a picture Keeps of it and was night. like, what's wrong with the world? You know, whatever. This girl's looking for attention. And he got like ripped for it. And <laughs> yeah. she made a comment as a woman that said, hey, how about we respect ourselves as women and then men will respect us. And then she got destroyed by women being like, I should be able to wear whatever I want and go out in public. And it's men's job to control their hormones. Like, it was just like crazy. And Ryan and I are like, hmm, men like to see women naked. You want? You just want to get to it? I don't it? know what to tell you. We it's just do. It is. So, yeah, we control it. But women, you know, maybe you shouldn't go out naked as much as a man shouldn't go out and punch a woman in the face. Like, I mean, it's these these conversations of realism. Well, it's but back then, to the self-respect and, you know... But it's the attention of the action, well. right? They're not... They don't feel love for themselves. So, they don't feel love, so they create this act of wearing panties as shorts, thinking they're going to get an action of love, which it isn't. Okay, so let me jump in here, because it's, it's a great takeoff for where I feel like we're, we're kind of going. You teach people how to treat you by the way you treat you. Yourself, yep. Mm. So, you That's know, metaphorically speaking, let's say, you know, I, I you know... I go over your house and there's junk cars all over the front yard. Mm-hmm. The windows are yep. all broke out. There's beer cans all over the house. There's crap everywhere. You've been to you've been to his house. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. sorry, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I may not put my feet up on my coffee table at home. No comment. I, be, I may not put my feet up on my coffee table at home, but I better do on yours. Right. You know right. why? You taught me how to treat you by the way you treated you. It's good. Yeah. Now you live in a pig farm and you come to my house. And let's say you know I may not live in a mansion, but you know my my lawns are nicely cut and mm-hmm. you know the house is is basically nice and clean. And, mm-hmm. and you know you may put your feet up on your coffee table at home, but I bet you don't on mine. Yep. Now, I'm not saying the boundary never gets broken, so let's be clear. There are rapists, there are murderers, there mm-hmm. are people. Well, and pig farmers might likely put their foot up on your 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 counter or your uh, you know coffee table as well. Yeah, exactly. Your, or your, your counter. Analogy. And, and, and if they do, you're like, hey, get listen, um, I'm sorry, don't put your feet up on my... Right, I value this. I, yeah, please don't put your crappy feet on my nice, on my nice you know, yeah. table. Yeah, right. but see, when you say that... The old programming in my head goes, well, yeah, but you're judging or you're being egotistical or you're showing off these things, kind of going back to your point. Mm -hmm. Like if we take care of ourselves, right, then we're cocky, which is a bad thing, right? That's something that's bad. That's something that's that's not a good, you know, a good deal. So the the whole conversation there. Well, wait, let me just back up. Taking care of yourself is not cocky. It's loving yourself. Exactly. So let's let's throw that at the love wall. Right. Right, That'll stick too. There we go. It's like, it, okay, so it's that thing like, what does love look like? Yeah. Well, one thing, love looks like I take care of myself. Yeah. I'm, I'm not talking about like I spend five hours in the mirror trying to, you know, look like a model. But no, it means but I, you shower and you get your, your clothes. Yeah, you know, I put my best foot forward. That's right. And I'm not plastic. I'm not yeah. Photoshopped. I'm just the best me I can be. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Did you shower after soccer? Of course. Oh, good. 
I don't typically because you know I go back to the office and I'll just work by myself essentially. But yeah, I was worried about I, 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 I was worried you about your couch. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, I was worried about your couch for a minute. Exactly. Like, That's a nice couch. I like, wait off. a minute. Yeah, I, I disinfect after certain people. Okay. <laughs> That's good. So you do know I. when the pig farmer comes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't put his feet up on right my table. Right. He still sits on your yeah, couch. Yeah. You notice I take the table out certain times. Hey, how come there's no table here? Yeah. What happened? But here's my point. Yeah. You teach people how to treat you. Yes. By the way you treat Treat yourself. So yep. when you say things like, no one likes me. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry. If if there listen, listen, if everyone likes you, they're not being real. Yeah. Yep. If everyone likes you, you you're not standing for anything. Because if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Right? There you go. So if everyone likes you, you you're you know, you 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 change colors when people come around. Mm. Like you're a peacekeeper. Yeah. Yep. You know? But yeah. but the fact that, but if, because everyone has enemies, I guess, well, I guess we should finish that, finish that thought. Well, everyone's got different opinions in life and, you know, different circumstances. There's lots of reasons that, you know, people don't necessarily like you, yeah. you know, it doesn't mean anything necessarily about you. I've yeah. always said the more enemies you have, the bigger difference you're making in a positive way. And a lot yeah. of people in can certain, spin that, but, if, you know? but, but let's, but let's finish this thought. If nobody likes you. Yeah, that's a different thing. Yeah. So when you say nobody likes me, I have five. Oh. I have five thousand friends on Facebook, so I'm good. If nobody likes you, it <laughs> means that you don't like you, yeah. right? And that's the and you're portraying totally. that out there. Yeah, you're so, you're putting that out there, and it's yeah. starting from inside of you. Exactly. So when you go, well, no one likes me. Okay, everybody has enemies. Let's be clear. But if no one likes you, yeah, that would not be them. Yeah, that would be you. That yeah. would be you. And so, so I'm saying, when you start to love yourself, and love yourself means I treat myself good, I respect myself, I take care of myself. I think I'm amazing. Mm. I'm think the best. I'm I'm the best Chris I can be. Yeah. Now I'm not competing with you or you or anyone else, because as soon as I try to be you, yeah, I'm just I, I'm just a copy of the original. Right. Yep. Which is never. Well, and it's not you. It's not your identity. It's not who you are. It's, it's not, not your, your makeup. Core. It's not you yeah. know. It, doesn't which is serve you at all? Which goes back to what you started with in the beginning of this of this podcast was talking about the there are some barriers that get thrown in there because so many people are taught that that isn't you know they they shouldn't start with themselves that's selfish or that's and so I know there are people in fact I can think of some of our you know super fans mm-hmm. in that are sitting here saying but I can't do that to myself. Like I can't focus that kind of energy on myself because I'm supposed to go out and do these things for all these other people. And they are people who they're great human beings, but they're struggling in all, every aspect, financially, socially, they're struggling. And I mean, I'm talking to the people that, that I know are listening is that you need to start loving yourself and it's okay to be, whether you want to call it cocky or confident or whatever, it's okay to be in that space no, for yourself. I would say, you know, cocky is kind of that overemphasis of, yeah. you know, cocky means I'm the center of my world. And I'm like, huh. well, actually, God actually needs that place. Right. <laughs> you're like the first orbit. Yeah. The first planet. <laughs> first planet around you're the sun. Mars. Yeah. First planet around. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You know, you're, you're Mars. You're, you're the first planet, <laughs> you know, rotating around the sun there. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and the challenge is this. It's like, if, um, you know, humility isn't thinking less of yourself. It's just thinking of yourself less. Yeah. Uh, that's good. That's a good quote. So, you know, good. the crazy thing is, is that if I think I'm humble and I and I feel bad about myself, here's the trouble. It's still thinking about me. Yeah. I'm there still you go. the center Thank of my you. world. Yeah. Because yeah. th- it's a pity. I, I'm, pitying. My, I'm my favorite subject and I feel bad about me. And all I can think about is how bad I think yeah. about me. And it's like, oh, so you're self-centered. Yep. Which really is a, is actually pride. 
Right. 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 Even though you're getting down on yourself, it's still pride. It's still still pride. pride. Yeah. That's good. So it's, and it's revert, you know, it's changing that mindset so you can live in a positive mindset so you can make a positive impact in the world. Because if you're negatively thinking of yourself, what are you doing in the world? Negative outcomes. Exactly. And you're still thinking of yourself. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, <clears throat> and, and you're focusing all that. Into, and quite frankly, most people are doing that for the attention, right? Like they want that attention. Social media has just made that so easy for people to go and just rant about their horrible day. Yeah. Or and, talk about like, you know, how <laughs> ugly their butt looks or something. Yeah. You know? And mean, then get 15 comments of people being, no, you're so beautiful. Like, right. don't say that about. And it, it just sickens me. Every time somebody says that, I'm like, you know. They're just in pain, and we've seen it, it over and over and over again. Here's you know? the struggle. Let, let's 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 kind of talk about that as we as we've kind of close in the next few minutes. You know, First um, John says, uh, "I pray that you'd prosper and be in good health, even mm. as your soul prospers." Yeah, soul, not spirit, soul. Mm-hmm. And here's the challenge. You know, your body needs stuff, right? Yeah, you need air. <laughs> you need yeah. food. Yeah, you know, you need you need stuff. Your body needs stuff. It needs uh, you know, you need exercise. You need sunlight. All that stuff. And if you're in a pool drowning, nobody walks by and goes, oh, you just need air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Like, well, if you would just person, get some if air. You just get yeah. some air. You know, if you would have read your Bible, you wouldn't need air. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, everybody recognizes that it don't matter if you read your Bible for five hours a day. Yeah. For 30 years. If you're in a pool, reading your Bible doesn't take the place of air. Yeah. You still need air. Right. Yeah. And it's not evil. Yeah. Right? And if you jump in to save somebody, they don't go, oh, thank you. You all came to help me because you know I need air. <laughs> yeah, no, they'll, they'll drown you trying to get air. Yeah, right. And, and and you know spiritually, like churches all over the world, they're all teaching every Sunday. You, you know, you need stuff to 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 grow your spirit, man. Right. Right. You need read the Bible. You need, you need study pray. guide. Yeah, you, you need pray and yeah. people around you that. Well, your soul needs stuff too. Yeah. Here's the strange thing, and I pray that you would prosper, and be in good health. And it's directly related to the foundation of your soul. Amazing. I'd like to suggest your soul needs stuff. Like, it needs attention. Yeah. Like, like you don't just want attention. You need you it. Need you attention. need it. Yeah. yeah. Like I was teaching oh, yeah. Uh, in this conference one day, and I was teaching on um, developing a healthy soul. And I was saying, you know, people need attention. I did this whole kind of, you know, play on the front, up front, just being funny. And this, this guy came up, and he was a, he was a prison governor, a warden. And he said, hey, you know, I just wanted to tell you this. I don't know if you know this, but he said, you know the greatest fear of any prisoner in prison? I said, what? He said, it's not being killed. It's being put in isolation. Wow. Right. Right, yeah. And he said, if ah. you leave a person in isolation, and I forget how many days, it was like 38 or 39 days. He said, if you leave a person in isolation and you do not interact with them at all, wow. basically you feed them through a slot and you right. don't talk to them, they will come out insane. Wow. Yeah. Because he said we were designed to need interaction. So yep. they interact with themselves. Social. They yeah. create a, a they create identity, fantasy, <clears throat> yeah. and then they, come, they typically don't come out of it. Yeah. Wow. And so here's the point: we need attention. So if you here's a great experiment for parents who might be listening. If if you you have little children, just for one day, twenty four hours, don't pay attention to them. I mean, feed them, you know, take <laughs> care of their, luck, their right? physical need, but don't pay attention to them. I guarantee you, if they can't get attention by doing something good, oh yeah, they will get attention by doing something, something bad. bad. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Uh, here's where I'm going. Probably, probably need 24 hours. <laughs> it probably won't take 24 yeah, three. hours. Three. Yeah. But my point is, it's actually a great experiment, yeah. and actually, you won't have to be you won't have to be very many hours before yeah. you see they'll start doing something stupid, yelling, picking on their brother. Yeah. But, you know, first they'll be, maybe be funny, right? Or hey, I drew a picture for you. But if they don't, if that doesn't do it, they will start doing 
bad stuff because they it's not they want attention. Yeah, they need, they need it. it. They need it. Here's the challenge. You need affection. Let me just give you a couple more. You need affection. You need attention. You need a sense of significance that yeah. your life matters. Totally. That if you were to die, that someone would come to your funeral. Right. That someone would actually care. They, they would care enough to be there. Yeah. yeah you, and you don't you don't need a crowd to care about you. I, I'm saying need. You might want a crowd to care about you. Right. But you need, a, but you need a person. One. <laughs> At least one other one person. Right. Yeah. You, you need. A, you I need mean, a that's really people. the need. Yeah. Like one or two people can meet that need. Yeah. Typically, it's mom or dad, unless mm-hmm. you don't have a mom or dad. Right. Right. So what happens is this. We teach people that needing attention is wrong. Mm. We make fun of them. Yeah. Oh, you're just doing that for attention. You, and that's the same as saying to a person, oh, you need air. You <laughs> stupid person, you need air. Yeah. And what I'm getting at, in our society, mm. people are starving for attention because they grow up in homes that are so dysfunctional. Yep. Like, it sounds like you grew up in like that. So did I. And, and I'm starving for attention. So I go out there, and I'm looking for love in the wrong places. Right. Right? Yeah. And then my reputation what I do consistently becomes my reputation. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to change my... I'm telling it, don't talk to me, don't talk about me like that. Well, change your reputation. Yeah. Because your reputation is what people talk about. That's what they're going to talk about, right. And that becomes your reputation, right? Yeah. But the point is this, is so so let's just talk about a girl. It can be a guy too, but... So a girl dresses, you know, like she's... Obviously, you know, we are just talking about... Yeah. Yeah, she's showing all her stuff. What do I see there? I don't see like... A slut, a whore. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. I see a little girl who yeah. needs that's attention. Going, hey, yep. you know, maybe mom was a drug addict, mm-hmm. and instead of you know, baby cries. How many know when baby cries, <laughs> mom they need responds. Food, change right. diaper, Whatever, diaper. Well, yeah. if I have a drug mom, yeah, or a house where mom ain't home or dad's not home, right, or mm-hmm. babysitters watching TV instead of taking care of me, mm-hmm. what I learn is is that when I cry, my need doesn't get met. Mm. But it's still a need, not a want. Right. So, so, I, I, so I go to the next level. The yeah, level. Cry louder. Exactly. Well, it doesn't take very long for a girl, as you talked about. You know, guys are stimulated through, through the eyes sexually. Mm-hmm. Women are uh, stimulated through touch. Yeah. It doesn't take very long. It doesn't take a, a young lady very long to figure out that what she needs in attention, she can get through dress. Mm. Yep. And now she's got all kinds of attention. Right. All yep. she has to do is be no, just about naked in public. Right. And now she's like, she's getting not a want, she's getting a need, need. Met. Yeah. The challenge is, is she's getting it met reactively, not proactively. Right. And you can't get a need met proactively. In other words, proactively means on purpose. Yeah. Unless you admit that you have a need. There it is. But church teaches us and, and culture teaches us Oh, there's something wrong with you if you need attention. Yeah. No, no, no. Everybody needs attention. Everyone And needs the it. people who are preaching that are people who have plenty of attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because if you have plenty, then it's like, ah, you don't need attention. Oh, what you yeah. need is this. Because well, you're in full supply of it. you got plenty of it. If so. I come up in a healthy culture, I'm getting attention. Right. Right. Like the culture has proactively been developed to give me attention, so I don't have to develop it for myself mm-hmm. because I, I grew up in a healthy culture that naturally gives it to me, organically gives it to me. Mm-hmm. So I may not have to have a proactive plan to get attention yeah. if I'm in a healthy culture. Totally. But if I'm in an unhealthy culture, if I don't proactively go, you know, I actually need attention. This thing I'm doing right now, why are you dressed like this? Why did I tattoo everything that you can see and pierce everything? And by the way, I'm not against tattoos that pierce. Sure. I'm just saying, why did I do the extreme thing? Why did I wear purple hair, you know, six inches high and spike? Why did I do that? I am starving mm. for attention. Exactly. So, and, 
And so if I don't proactively assess my need hmm. and go, okay, I need attention. What's the healthy way to get it? Right. 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 Or join a club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, whatever. I mean, exactly. Right. Like, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's just like anything else. It's like, okay, I need, you know, I, um, let's see, I need, I need to eat today. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, I would say, okay, I have a plan for lunch. Right. Usually I have a plan for lunch. Yeah. You probably do too. I do. I'm going to go to lunch. It's, it's eight o'clock in the morning. I'm already thinking about what I'm going to do for lunch. Why? Because I know in four hours I'm going to be what? Hungry. Hungry. Right. Yeah. So I have a proactive plan. I don't like, it isn't 1130 like, oh, maybe I'll have lunch. Well, that happens sometimes, but it's very common for, we have a plan for lunch. We have a plan for dinner Mm -hmm. and maybe we have a plan for breakfast. Yeah. Even before I'm hungry, I've already created a plan. Are you with me? Yeah. Fallen. So when I wake up in the morning, I, 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 I don't typically eat have very a, often, but I still yeah, I know you you're an allergy. Of course, I'm well, sure. Yeah. You Never. fast 300 days a year. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. But in those those other 65, yeah, I'm you're, sort you're, of thinking you, about you can it. Kind of feel it yeah, out. I got it. <laughs> Here's the deal: I need a plan before I have a need. Right. Yeah. So I I I you're you know, proactively I'm proactively it developing a plan. So it's like, all right, I need attention. I need it. So you should have a plan already created or create a plan for when you're going or to need it because you do need it, Or you've been taught what like, the appropriate plan is to get that need met. Yeah. I think I, that's I, what it comes down exactly. to. Exactly. And so I, I don't have to do something crazy to get attention because because I don't wait till I'm starving mm-hmm. to get it. To get it. I eat three meals a day or four meals a day, yeah. right? I eat. I don't eat when I'm starving. Right. I eat when I'm hungry. Yeah. So I don't. I don't. I don't do this extreme. Like, oh, I walked in the store. I haven't eaten for three three days, yeah. and I'm like, oh, Put whatever it looks is, good. Just, you know, put it in my mouth I'm now. I'm not gorging yeah. myself yeah. because yeah. I proactively eat regular meals. Right. Well, it's the same thing with my my soul man. Hmm. If I'm taking care of my soul man proactively, I'm loving myself well. I think good about myself, and therefore I'm taking good care of myself. Hmm. Now I'm not like jumping in bed with a guy or. You know, having to screw every girl that walks by because of my, I'm so, I just, oh, right. I just need to the needs are met. Exactly. I'm yeah. just like, my needs are met. And I meet them in a healthy way. I'm not looking for love in the wrong places. Mm. I'm looking for love in the right places. Well, this, you know, we, we, uh, we end the show with two, two things every time. One is an action step and then two is a sign off. And all, all in the show with this is West Chapman. We always Chapman. like to surprise the guest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. So, right. but uh, the the action <laughs> step is something that goes along with this topic that the the listener can take and plan into their lives and you know it's make kind a of difference. like an action figure. No. Like Superman. No. Oh. Not anything like this that. This is more about like the plan about that you were talking. This is more just talking about a plan, right? So this is more like creating a plan. Oh, so, not an action figure. And we we have this little character. He's uh he's part of our show, but I didn't bring him. I should have brought him. His name is Ralph. And so uh, he's he gets to do for an shame. action step. No, not for shame. <laughs> Ralph is awesome. So Ralph is right? my best Did friend. Did we talk about that already? Yeah, so. I think he's got a friend. Yeah. <laughs> he's got. He, he, yeah, I Ralph. Was, Here's his proactive you plan. Were there, he's got you a were, fantasy friend who you tells were, him whatever you want. Well, anything he wants to hear, which is why when he doesn't listen like, to me at all. When you're like 39 days of isolation, I was thinking about this, some of. The, I was like, I think Max, I was 12, but still crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, the. Uh, I've got two. Number one is is that Ralph. what Ralph will say one, and then I'll say the other one. So this one is mine, and then Ralph this will do Wes's. his. Continue. Is nobody else can tell the difference. As <laughs> as a um, here we go. I'm excited. As, you got me. You spit it out, me. man. Can Come I on. talk on my show? <laughs> I, as, uh, I don't know. We're trying to help you. <laughs> I know. This is doesn't look like we're having to prop you up. Oh my to tell gosh. You the truth. See how he's doing this. Go ahead. This is payback for fun. not for. 
bailing on me for, for bailing two shows. On okay. You. Anyway. So anyway, so the uh, the, sound of the action of somebody when they <laughs> they scream out and help in your social media world, right? And I brought that up and we talked about it. When you see somebody doing that, maybe make a private message and ask them if how you could how you could fulfill one of their needs and be very bold about it because it is. It is something that's that like is that. very obvious, right? I wouldn't call them out personally on their page; it'll come across wrong. But go privately to them in love, and get them to maybe have an experience, a healthy experience. I've actually had that come back on me as well because yeah, I've done that. I'm same sure thing. it will. But it's a. I, I like the action. Turn step. the other cheek. Some guy said that. Yeah, it's fine. So you know, just keep cheeks keep, turned. Keep doing that. And uh, Ralph's action step is for Here individuals. This is a big one. This is Ralph, in case anybody anyone knows. This is Ralph. Um, is uh, <laughs> is as adults, and we're looking in our neighborhoods, and you we're do looking. Know Ralph's at, not here, right? No, he it's told my me. first time on this show, so I'm just making sure. <laughs> yeah, no, Ralph is yeah, here. It's not my first time. <laughs> yeah, if you're seeing Ralph, is if you're seeing Ralph, here. I just, just want so you know. all yeah. the listeners yeah. to know that, yeah. like, we aren't seeing him. <laughs> we aren't seeing him. <laughs> right He's here. not actually here. Yeah, He's okay. right yeah. here. Okay, go ahead. Continue. Anyway, Ralph, is this is how you met your need. If you are a parent. fantasy friend, go ahead. <laughs> kind of like having if, a fantasy team, except for. Although, a little more mental. We almost lost Ralph over a cliff one <laughs> we time, did. too. Yeah. We almost lost yeah. Ralph yeah. over a cliff. And you guys threw him down a train track. Yeah. Okay. Air quotes, a cliff. Anyway, yes. continue. Yeah. So is that if you are a, a, an adult in a neighborhood and you see that child who is rambunctious, crazy, breaking your sprinkler heads as the problem child in your neighborhood, go back to exactly what you said, Chris, is that they, they are not getting their need met. And don't look exactly. And what would you do? I love that analogy. What would you do if you saw that exact same child drowning in your community pool? What would you, and you were the only one there? What would you do? Well, you jump in and you would try to help them. You'd grab a stick. You'd do something. They wouldn't holler at them. Yeah. So get some air, a hole. Yeah. (laughs) So do something. Well, I guess you wouldn't jump in because that's going to go against what Ralph would say. Is that? Oh no! Don't because they'll drown you. Right, but give them a stick. Try to do something. Pull them out. Do just, it. Or just get anyway. to the point. Save them. Life, you you want to save them. Guard yeah. life. Guard. guard. Right. right. So if you so, take lifeguard training, then you know how to get. Then in you the know pool how to get out. Save some. I know exactly. how to do that. So my point is, is that remember that that child's community exactly. has probably been broken. You know, mm-hmm. dad's not around, mom's yeah. not around. Even though it may look like they are, they're obviously telling you they're not. I'm starving. I'm starving. I'm drowning. And and just like with food, I mean, there's a lot of people who you eat the wrong things and your your body isn't nourished the right way and you're still hungry. Well, totally. it's not food's fault. It's what you're eating, you know? So exactly. a parent may not be doing everything that that particular individual unique child needs. Junk food. It's exactly. So yeah. they may be giving them the wrong things. So an iPad is not giving your child attention. So anyway, but those are my... <laughs> Those are well, Siri is. Siri. Siri is. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, Siri, sure. You can ask Siri a lot of questions. Yeah. Just ask not sexual steps. ones. Yeah. So. Wow. She I, always comes back with, what? like, why are you asking me that? For obvious reasons. Why I are wouldn't you asking know. Me that? I'm just saying. Yeah. I've heard. I'm in love with Siri. So, anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're giving me a hard time about Ralph. Like Ralph. <laughs> it's kind of like Ralph. But Siri actually talks back, and other people can hear <laughs> yeah, Siri. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else but can your hear point is. Those are the two action steps is one, on your social media world, reach out to that person who yeah. constantly is asking and needing attention. And then if you're in a community where you have that rambunc- yeah. rambunctious child, stop looking at them as a hellion or a problem and start looking at them as if they're drowning in a pool. And it's, how would you help them? It's that old saying, it takes a village to raise, raise, a, ch- raise yep. a child. Mm-hmm. And it's Firmly that. believe that. Yeah. Surround. Even now. Even more now than probably any time in the world's history. And, and it's really even true in a healthy family. 
Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's going to be moments where the child hates dad, hate, hates know, mom. And plus, in the, their, plus in their the child gets stuff. other stuff from other people that, exactly. they, that yeah. you just don't carry. So, totally. yeah. But anyway, to your point. That is my point. I'm done. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Okay, so to my point then. You only get one action step. Yeah. I only get one action and, step. Uh, I'm who is make, your fantasy yeah. friend? Gonna, I don't know. I'm going to go with Sally or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Ralph's something. been with me since I was five. Yeah, I know I he has. I understand that. Yeah, we can tell. We both know that. <laughs> I'm going to eat step, a banana now. Yeah. Eat your banana. Here, here's my action step, is that there is hope. So you're sitting there, you're listening, um, you're, you know, you've, you're grown up. And you're in a place where you're like, man, I just stuck. I'm just stuck. I don't know. Like, I'm stuck in my job. I'm stuck in my life, like where I live. I'm stuck. Not real that you're stuck. No, maybe physically stuck, but, you know, just in general, you feel like you're stuck, right? You know, there's hope. Like, it exists out there. Like, a lot of what we just talked about is your world is the way it is because of how you created it, how you treated yourself. Mm. How do you, and Just go back and listen to it again. So my action step is going to be go back and listen to this again if you're feeling stuck. Because there are so many points that we, that we yeah. came across that really, you know, all it really takes is just asking yourself, being honest with yourself, which we talk about a lot, being honest with yourself and asking, like, what, what am I really needing here? What, what's, what's really going on? And getting just kind of give yourself a break, man. I mean, how many times are we just so hard on ourselves for, you know, I'm just not working hard enough, or I just, I just have a problem concentrating, or I just, you know, yeah. I'm just a high-stress individual. Excuses. Excuses, right? Just let's shed the excuses, take a moment, look inside, you know, don't look too deep, but, you know, ask yourself, just, just ask, what do I really need? On the core of, of inside, what am I not getting? What are my needs that are not getting met? And then figure out, like you said, a healthy way to satisfy those needs. And do I get the action step? You get guess. the action oh, step. Oh, crap. I think the battery just died. And that's the uh, other no. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, have Ralph put a battery in it. Yeah. <laughs> so here's my action step. Any hope that any thought that doesn't inspire hope is a lie. Boom. So I here, my action step is remind yourself. Ooh, I like that. Think oh, differently. Going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you, you, how you think determines how you behave. behave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, if, I have a th- if you have a thought in your mind that doesn't inspire hope, it's a lie. Bam. It's a lie. So there, there, might, be, you know, you know, there might be 50 of them that come up a day and mm-hmm. say, okay, if that thought doesn't inspire hope, it doesn't belong in my mind. Yeah. If I have a thought in my mind that isn't in God's mind, it doesn't belong in my mind. That's good. And so my my action step would be rethink, brain <laughs> brainwash yourself, brainwash yourself, wash your brain, wash your brain out of all the and, crap, and, and and do like one hour sessions of okay, we're only going to have good thoughts today. Bam. Yep. And and what I like to do is uh, when I'm in those really low places, I like to write down in a journal, someplace, absolutely, my iPhone, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just write. I just write down, okay, here's 20 things I like about myself. That's good. And then, I, okay, I'm going to take those things, and I'm going to, my waking hours for the next week, I'm only going to think about those 20 things. And my thoughts go someplace else, I'm like, no, no, these are the, this is the truth about me. That's good. Those so are my action steps. It's the human note, right? For it's the kids, right? We yeah. have to, I think I told you before we started recording, like the kids have to write that note. Yeah. And they're so negative. They're always telling their negative stories, their totally. beatings, their, their, the things they hate about themselves. We we switch that immediately. Like start thinking positively, mm-hmm. and it's so powerful. Totally. And so I love that. I'm going to implement that in my own. Well, life. that's my thirty day of li- like, thirty day of happiness program is all about re- reframing your your thought process, and you create you know moments every day where you're yeah. you're creating new patterns. This of plug is and brought Henry to you by Ryan one? Andrews. Can Henry, <laughs> can Henry have an action step? Who Henry? Where's Henry? He's with me. He is. Yeah, yeah. You can't see him. <laughs> 
But Henry says that you should take those 20 things and write them on your mirror. With lipstick? <laughs> if you want it to be more permanent. But I'm, I'm thinking with dry erase marker. Oh. You write them on your mirror, and every day you wake up and you see those 20 things you like about yourself in yep. your mirror, and you look at yourself in the mirror with those 20 things yep. superimposed over it. Yeah. That's I'm going to pause that action step. I like Henry. He's, Henry's I, cool. Henry and Ralph should hang. Yeah, they should. I think they are, actually. <laughs> Sally's eyeing both of them. So. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, this show uh, is PG. Calm two down. Two boys for every girl. I don't know if that's the wrong I, song. Probably the wrong song. <laughs> yeah. Wrong song. This has been a fun episode. And if you're listening and you completely agree with me and not the other two, you can go over to our Facebook page and give us your opinion. You can send an email to Ryan if you have any problems. If you like all his self-promoting thing of his 30 Days of Happiness, you can run over to it's 30. It's free. There's nothing self-promoting about that. Whatever. It's all about you. Every time I go there, all I see is yep. you. I never see oh anything else. Yeah. So, But my website, superhuman.life, no, which has your picture you and video on it. at all. <laughs> he likes to sing. Yeah, we like him. Yeah, I we're, do. We no, I would say we've had a lot of guests, and it's fun. I like guests; they're fun to come in. You've done an amazing job. Thank you. You know, filling the guest seat. So appreciate you giving you us. You must the, talk for a living. I yeah, do. yeah. <laughs> I do. I think he said he was a mechanic or something. Yeah, and yeah. you could check so. me out on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Where Chris Felton Ministries, KV Ministries, KV Ministries. You'll like it much better than your wipes, much better than your Facebook page. I'm a, I'm gonna go with that one. You Probably. Good. check it, check out. it, check, check it out. Did you out. buy a lot of fake fans? I did. I I, I purchased some. Yeah, they have 150 thousand on there. You yeah. got to start with some though, right? Because then yeah. it's the hundredth monkey roll. Yeah, you get your mother on there. Yeah, starts there. <laughs> That's a good start. And then you got Ralph. I got Ralph. And he just he, clicks that button over and over, and over again. Just, Whenever I'm like, I don't have 300 likes, right? Yeah, yeah Ralph. If I don't get enough, Ralph. if I don't get enough likes, I'm just like Ralph. Yeah, you just need attention. Just need attention. See? Some people's I need it. I swear. I need it. You do. But if no matter what you do, no matter what's going on out there in your life, if you've got an opinion, share it with us. We want to hear about it. Um, we don't have any rules except if you're a jerk, we kick you out. Other than that, you're allowed to share <laughs> Facebook your opinion. Hell, right? Yeah, that's where we send you. Mm-hmm. So Delete. Delete. Um, actually, the block. We've only had to do that once, like I've said. And it's that person that oh, was self-promoting dude. their every, every day. multi-level marketing thing. <laughs> you, don't have, you, know, you don't have the privilege of preaching someplace. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. So, okay. But, uh, That's good, though. <laughs> but anyway, I'm Wes Chapman. Take action. I'm Ryan Andrews. Be happy. And I'm Chris Felton. God bless you. Thank you for listening to The Human Podcast. Have you rooted our podcast yet? Have you subscribed or had? I can't say it. I got this. Have you reviewed and subscribed to our podcast yet? Because if you haven't, we know where you live. Wait, Dad, am I supposed to say that? Yeah, you're supposed to say that. Good work. We don't know where anybody lives. Or do we? Dad! Is there a website? Yes, there is. Thehumanpodcast.com See ya! <laughs> to learn more about working with Wes and Ryan, please visit thehumanpodcast.com.